Welcome to the For Your Soul Podcast, a podcast for your soul. Welcome to the For Your Soul Podcast, a podcast for your soul devoted to sound doctrine and biblical truth. My name is Mills Quintanilla, and today we are concluding our final episode on my series on biblical meditation. And if you have not done so already, I would encourage you to check out the previous episodes on this series as I have offered tons of tips and insight on biblical meditation. So today we are going to be talking about three benefits that I hope will motivate you to cultivate the spiritual practice in your life regarding biblical meditation. So what are those three benefits? Here they are as follows. Number one, a renewed mind that leads to obedience. Number two, a greater resolve to fight sin. And number three, a closer walk with God. So let's begin with number one. A renewed mind that leads to obedience. Every day, our minds are renewed. The question is, what are you filling your minds with? As Christians, we recognize the importance of growing in holiness before the Lord. And that starts in the mind because that will result in action. In Joshua chapter 1, verse 8, a scripture that I had referenced at the, the start of the series, it reads, This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Now, based on this text, you can see this command to meditate on the word day and night. That way you're able to carefully do all that is written in in it. So in other words, The end goal of biblical meditation is obedience. And as we meditate on the word, we are also renewing our minds, okay? Because, again, we fill our our, our minds are filled with with stuff every day, whether it's the news, whether it's music, whether it's social media, hanging out with your peers, whatever, or even your own carnal thoughts. Our minds are, are constantly running rampant. And it is important to dwell on the right things, particularly God's word, because that is what is going to to allow to to motivate us to follow God. As the scripture says in Romans 12, verse 2, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Now, we're going to look at uh, the word conformed and transformed more closely here, by the Greek definition. So for instance, with conformed, the Greek word is syskematizo. Syskematizo, which means to fashion in accordance with. So Paul's telling us to not fashion ourselves in accordance with the patterns of this world, which is fallen, which is sinful, and ultimately hates God. But instead, we are to fashion ourselves in the word of God so that when we set our minds to it, we can be transformed, or our minds are, are, are renewed, or metamorpho. The word, the Greek word for being transformed is metamorpho, in which our external form is changed or transfigured. And, and for us, we recognize that with biblical meditation, 
there, there's a transformation that takes place that starts in our minds, in our hearts, that is that ultimately is reflected on the outside. And that is why biblical meditation is important because that is how we take that first step in growing in our, our in our walks with God because we are constantly being transformed by His Word and empowered by the Holy Spirit. The second benefit, a greater resolve to fight sin. And I don't know about you, but I am sick and tired of being sick and tired of dealing with the same old sins every single year. And you know the ones that I'm talking about. I'm talking about the ones that you've tried to get rid of over and over again, but yet you somehow have not achieved long-term victory. If Instead, you, you end up returning to the status quo, the same old, same old, and, and, and it's just so tiring. And honestly, I've, what I've come to recognize is that the reason we continue to, to go back to the same old patterns is because we have not let the Word of God take a foothold, a greater foothold in our lives. And especially with biblical meditation, because when people read the Word today, so many, so many of us just read it, and we don't we, we make little to no time to really dwell on it and apply it. And it reminds me of the book of James uh, in the first chapter that talks about that you know people who just hear the word and don't do them is like the man who looks in the mirror and and then he walks away forgetting what he looks like. And that's the thing with not reading the word and not applying the word is that we just we, we read it or we hear it, but then we just forget what we've read it just goes in one ear not the other and and when it comes to fighting sin it's like we fail to pick up our, our sword which is the word of god and fighting and, and and therefore we end up falling back to the same old pit i like this quote by thomas watson the puritan where he says and i quote the reason we come away so cold from reading the word is because we do not warm ourselves at the fire of meditation and that's what biblical meditation does. It, it, it fuels us to obedience. It fuels us to apply God's word in our lives. Because we don't want to grow cold. We want to continue to grow in God. We want to continue to seek God. And, when we wanna, and, we, and, and we want to continue to fight against sin. As long as we're in this world, we're going to struggle with sin. We're going to struggle with our flesh every single day. And what are you going to do to combat that? It's through the word of God. And the Word of God is our fuel to fight sin. So therefore, don't go running on empty. Don't go fighting sin running on empty, but instead, fill yourself. Renew yourself in the Word of God. And again, and again, it's easier said than done. When we, since we have so many distractions in this world, it's easy for our minds to get carried away on everything else. And then, and then another quote by Thomas Watson, he says, and I quote, to meditate on worldly secular things, even if it were all day, we can do without any diversion. But to have our thoughts fixed on God, how hard do we find it? And that's true. It's easier said than done because our, our minds are our fleshly. Our minds are hostile to God. Even as believers who have been regenerated by the Holy Spirit, we still have that, that, that old person keep creeping up now and then. That old person referring to our, meaning our flesh, that's trying to pull us back to our old patterns of thinking and living. But when we are in Christ, when we are reborn, we're giving a new life and a new opportunity to walk before God. And His Word is the means in which we do that. So instead of letting our, our thoughts run rampant with worldly things, trivial things, we learn to dwell on God's Word so that we may focus on God Himself and that we may focus 
and following Christ, that we may continue to grow in Him. Therefore, biblical meditation, when it, when it, when it comes to fighting against sin, it takes work. And that's something that you have to do on your own. Nobody else can do it for you. It's just like with exercise. You can't expect other people to get in shape. To I'm sorry, you can't expect other people to get you in shape. You have to do it. You know, I don't care how many videos you've watched on exercise or motivational videos. What good is it if you don't apply it in your own life? Same thing with God's word. You can read the word over and over again, but what good is it if you can't apply it in your own life? And when we do apply it in our lives, our, as I previously said in the first point, we are renewing our minds. And not only that, we are presenting our bodies as instruments of righteousness. Consider the text in Romans 6, chapter 12 through 14. Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body to make you obey its passions. Do not present your members to sin as instruments for unrighteousness, but present yourselves to God as those who have been brought from death to life, and your members to God as instruments for righteousness. For sin will have no dominion over you, since you are not under law, but under grace. So do not let sin reign in your mortal body, my friends. And, when, and how do we do that? By presenting our body, our members, as instruments for righteousness. For righteousness. Not unrighteousness, not in accordance to the flesh, but in righteousness, in accordance to the word of God. And when we renew our minds in biblical meditation, we are essentially presenting our minds as an instrument of righteousness. And in doing so, we are able to fight sin. Now, that doesn't mean we'll, we'll be perfect because that is completely impossible in this lifetime. But we will be able to see more progress than we have ever seen before. Okay? I want to encourage you with that today because I, I myself need that encouragement as well. As the psalmist David writes, I have hidden your word in my heart that I may not sin against you. Psalm 119 verse 11. Again, that's how we fight it, by taking God's word, dwelling on it, meditating on it, because in doing so we hide it in our hearts so that we may not sin against him. Because remember, the heart is the center of our being. That is where, that is where God looks at even beyond the outside because on the outside we can act like we're, we're righteous, we're we're, we're holier than thou, but God looks at our hearts. He looks at our true intentions, our motivations. And so, if anything, I want to make sure that we have a heart that is centered on growing in God through his word for his glory. So, therefore, my friends, have nothing to do with sin. As the Puritan John Owen famously said, and I quote, Be killing sin, or sin will be killing you, end quote. Make every opportunity to kill sin in your life. Give it no place. And please do not struggle with the same thing year after year when God has given us his power and his word to overcome it. And yes, you will fall at times. But use that as lessons to do better and to repent and trust God for greater victory. And with biblical meditation, it is a good way to get started because in doing so, we are putting the mind of Christ as we learn to walk in righteousness and holiness. Now, the third and last benefit, number three, a closer walk with God. As Christians, this should always be our goal, getting closer to God. So, And when we meditate on God's word, that should be our goal in mind. This is more than filling yourselves up with Bible verses and doctrines, which, of course, very important to know. But the end goal is so that in doing so, we 
grow closer to him, that we may know him, that we may worship him, that we may follow him, no matter what. And with biblical meditation, it should not be looked at some sort of chore that we just get out of the way, that we just meditate and be done with it. But no, but but instead we, we, we take it upon us. We, we, we become one with the word of God so that we may grow closer to God. That is the end goal of Christianity anyway, that we may glorify God and enjoy him forever. So don't let this opportunity pass you by. You you have you have every opportunity today to get close closer to God, even if you have failed hundreds upon thousands upon millions of times, because that's all of us. But as the Word says, He has given us new mercies every morning. You can wake up today and take a stand for God, and say, God, I'm gonna follow you today, no matter what. Even if not everything goes my way today, even if it means today is gonna be a difficult day, or today is gonna be a good day, where everything goes right, it doesn't matter, because we walk by faith and not by sight. And when we learn and when we apply God's word in our lives through biblical meditation, we are essentially building up our faith. And that should always be our goal. I don't want to be the same that I was yesterday nor last week, a year ago, or the, or, or the day that I, or the first day I gave myself to Christ. Instead, I want to continue to grow. You should continue to grow. Make it your goal to grow closer to God each day, no matter what. Write it down. Pray about it. Have that in mind as you read the Word of God, as you meditate on it. So as we conclude the series, I hope that you've been encouraged and motivated to incorporate biblical meditation in your life. In a world of distraction, sin, and deception, we need God's Word. In a world where objective truth is denied and people do what is right in their own eyes, we need God's Word. In a world where there are fabricated narratives and censorship for questioning that narrative, we need God's Word. The scripture is likened to a double-edged sword, as stated in Hebrews 4.12, with a sword of the Spirit, as stated in, in Ephesians 6, verse 18, because it is our weapon as a church to fight sin, to stand against evil, and to glorify God. And the best way to apply God's word, as, I, as I've been saying throughout the series, is with biblical meditation. So I encourage you to get started with it today. Be encouraged. Thank you for listening to the For Your Soul Podcast. For more information, you can follow me on my social media as well as my YouTube channel where I upload every clip and episode of the podcast. And if you would like to contribute, you can do so at anchor.fm slash soul slash support. And please give a five-star review on wherever you get your podcast, such as Apple and Spotify. That really helps me out. Once again, this is the For Your Soul Podcast, a podcast for your soul.